0: Don't call me Gaga. I've never seen one like that before. (laughs) Don't look at me like that.
1: You amaze me. So Rockstar Games has a Harry Potter RPG coming out.
0: Oh, okay. I can see this now. Uh, You can steal a flying VW bug. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: Pick up a magic prostitute. Yes. Or do your business. Uh Uh-huh. Then you can Crusacius curse her and take your jelly beans back. We've hit the end. That's all I know about Harry Potter. <laughs> what, what what is this? And what are you talking about? What, are, um, what is it?
1: So there was some leaked footage of an RPG Harry Potter game that was leaked online, uh, and nobody knew about this. That um, they you know they didn't know that Rockstar was doing it, anyways. Um, so I imagine it is somewhat like you described, but maybe not the prostitutes. Um, but uh, probably run around Hogwarts and maybe a little bit in London. Um, and you get to... I don't know. I'm just speculating here. Okay. But, um, you know, you get to create your own character and, like, do wizarding things, like uh, maybe play a Quidditch game or something like that. This or... seems
0: long overdue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like... Why doesn't this exist already? already? Uh, definitely in connection. Like, are, can you? Are there beasts that are fantastic? I it? I would imagine there are. We've moved on to that. now, yeah. Right. Uh huh. So you make your own Hogwarts student, and then you. Hmm. Yeah. Am I going to have to learn about Harry Potter <laughs> to play this thing?
1: <laughs> if you want to, yeah. I mean, I imagine they have like a sorting hat thing and everything.
0: Oh no, I
1: would imagine.
0: And they ask you questions?
1: Probably. Because
0: how does cause the head just knows, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it random or
1: Oh that's a good question. Anyway, I don't
0: know. Would you this is real tough. Would you a man on the street comes up to you and needs your help. Do you help him? Ray. A the best. B help him, also pretty good. <laughs> C tell him a funny joke d stab him in the throat
1: yeah i think you covered all of them what
0: house am i gonna be in i don't know (laughs) well that's fascinating um i think i'd heard about that and there was a video that was out that was immediately uh taken down by warner brothers Mm -hmm. although yeah seems like
1: somebody might have it somewhere maybe
0: this is a directed link
1: Oh, a directed hit? A
0: directed... Yeah. Because it seems like promotion. Yeah, it does. Nobody knew anything about this. No. Suddenly, now we know.
1: Now we know it. Now people, people are, excited. are talking about it. Wouldn't
0: you want people to be excited? Yeah. Why would they develop this in, in total secret?
1: That's a really good question. That I have no idea what the answer is. Um, I know there there's a Harry Potter game that the same people who do P- Pokemon Go did. Oh. But it's frustrating somehow. That's... You're looking for beasts. Yeah. Um, I think so. And I think it's frustrating somehow because your magic you need to there's something you have to pay for or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like oh the... so a
0: mobile game. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um wow. Well, okay. Yeah. I mean that's you know, um hot butterbeer, hot yeah. coffee. Right. I'm no, I'm just saying like if Rockstar is looking to get into the family game sphere, if it yeah. gets long overdue. Like we were, we've been talking recently. Or i've been talking you've been just rolling your eyes about red dead redemption and of course the release of red dead redemption 2 which is coming yep. out soon mm-hmm. and how i don't i've given up on the gta franchise yeah because they think that they don't know what satire means right They think just like you know childish vulgarity is satire right but there's a lot of vulgarity and i don't just mean like Turns a phrase, I mean, just like, you know, like ugliness mm-hmm. in Red Dead Redemption, but they're using the Old West um, vehicle, you know, for storytelling, right. which often has that kind of thing. Um, see Deadwood, yeah, <laughs> see right. many other things. Mm-hmm. That is wielded a lot more skillfully, I think, in Red Dead Redemption. Right. And so, what if they just skipped all that and just did a straight faced story? That was for a family audience. Yeah. A.K.A. Harry Potter.
1: Yeah. I think that would be wildly successful. The
0: only problem I can see is that the only hero in Harry Potter is Harry Potter.
1: That's and true.
0: Hermione. I know she's the real right. trooper or whatever. But... Yeah. And then Neville cuts the guy's head off. Yeah. But... <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, is there yeah, any room? Aren't you just a side character in Harry Potter, the Chosen Gosh. One's universe? <laughs> I hope there.
1: I hope there's room because maybe otherwise set... it wouldn't be any fun.
0: Well, the school goes on. We know that. So yeah. maybe it's set in the future. Like it's after oh, the whole go. Voldemort crisis is taken sure. care of. There's still magical problems. Sure. Right? There's still yeah. baddies to be uh To be fought. dealt with. Yeah. yeah. Sure.
1: Um, yeah, that might work more because, like you said... Um, I don't know if I'd want to be trailing in Harry Potter's footsteps.
0: Yeah, everybody's got that problem, I think, yeah. at Hogwarts mm-hmm. from now on. Yeah, uh, And then you have, um, let's see, missions, you got to get your b- broom. you got to pick your wand. You go to yep. Diagon Alley. Yep. I yep. know more about this than I thought I did. <laughs> and then you've got the quarter quell. No, what's the, <laughs> what's uh, the games that they do? Uh, with the Quidditch. Other... Yeah, yeah, I know. But they do the competition with the other schools. Oh, yeah. Order of the Phoenix.
1: I The Order of the Phoenix. I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, they do the competition with the other schools. That would be fun right? to do.
0: Can you be from one of the other schools?
1: Ooh. I don't know. All good questions. Yeah. Probably not. Pro- I'm guessing not. Just for be a. Just for simplicity's from a game design sake. Perspective, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. What house do you start in? Yeah, well, you exactly. have that, though? Yeah. All right. Neat. Yeah. Um gonna look for play that one i I don't know maybe um (laughs) what would get you to be a uh inveterate game player
1: i I don't know just i need to get better at my digging that dragon's Crown. yeah i need to get better at my hand-eye coordination um
0: yeah you don't need that for dragon's Crown. (laughs)
1: No, I do a lot of kicking.
0: You'd love Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Apparently kicking is integral to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yes. So I hear.
1: I I heard that as well.
0: We hear all kinds of things. Yes. On this show, the Just Enough Show podcast. I'm your host Caliban, joined as always by my co-host. Hi,
1: I'm Mikan Hana.
0: We're here to bring you all the news that's fit to cast in the world of nerdy entertainment. Mm -hmm. What does that mean on this weekend, the first weekend in October of 2018? It means New York City Comic Con. That's
1: right.
0: Which is wrapping up. Basically, as we speak mm-hmm. over on the East Coast, and we'll be bringing you the news from there. Near the end of the summer con season. Yes. And so I feel like there's never as much news as there would be for a, say, San Diego Comic-Con. Right. Or a wizard something or other. Uh, we just talked about wizards. Yeah. But uh, still some news to talk about there. Uh, also, a bunch of trailers. hmm A lot of movies coming out um, this Christmas. Yep. Uh, things coming out that we're looking for next year. Mm-hmm. So we'll be talking about some of those trailers. Uh, I won't say anything now. I'll just say that we'll be talking about those in the news as yes. we go forward. Of course, we have to talk about Doctor Who, which mm-hmm. came out today. Yes. We are fresh from watching it. We'll be talking about the newest episode of the newest season, the technically 11th season mm-hmm. of the reboot, uh, rebooted Doctor Who. 11, 10, 10 years and change. Yeah. Can you believe it?
1: I, It's hard to Doctor believe. Doctor Who
0: has been back for that long. Yeah. And we have a new Doctor. Yes, we do. The 13th Doctor. I don't know. I have issues with the math, but I understand why. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, yes. The 13th Doctor, played by Jodie Whittaker. Doctor Lady Who. Hey, women can be Doctors too.
1: Yeah. That's right.
0: (laughs) You're still agreeable. Uh, (laughs) Like all Lady Doctors should be. She gets
1: called love a lot in
0: this. I heard that. Yeah. But save it. Okay. Because we will definitely get there when we review Doctor Who. And... The big the big issue, the big thing in the room, the big thing that's on you, inside of you. Oh, boy. And making you eat tater tots straight from the bag.
1: Yeah, frozen.
0: Venom. Yeah, talking about Venom, which came out this weekend. Uh, the Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams film, giving our review and a little perspective. I think we're going to talk a little bit about Venom's origins in comics as yep. well and just talk about the idea of Venom. Mm-hmm. Venom, 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 Venom. <laughs> And I'm gonna try to keep my '90s fanboy comic book ranting to an absolute minimum. All right, unless you ask for it.
1: Okay, I'll try not to ask for it.
0: Unlike Venom, uh, I need—I'm like a vampire. I need the permission to come in, <laughs> whereas Venom just—he
1: just invites himself goops right in, in there. there. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: You don't want it. No, nope. you get it. Yep. Uh, so we're talking about that. How you doing?
1: I'm doing well, Cal. Uh, how are you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm a little wound up. Okay. I don't know if I'm tired or wired. All right. Uh, or twired. Oh, there Maybe you go. Maybe I'm both. Hashtag twired. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna err on the side of yes, please, and drink the energy drink anyway. All right. And so if I'm bouncing off the walls, we know Like why. a symbiote in need of a home, uh, <laughs> then you know what's going on with that. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to need that energy. Yes. To uh, get through all this news. <laughs> So there's no way to structure this news. Usually we try to put it into different companies, uh, different genres or media or whatever. But uh, we're just going to do the fire hose and news here. Did you see the Hellboy poster?
1: Uh, I did.
0: He's he's, he's ripped.
1: Yeah, he is. Hellboy
0: is is yoked.
1: Yeah. He's super ripped.
0: David Harbour's... Is he
1: ripped? Well, he definitely was not in Stranger Things. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: shot that a while ago, though. (laughs) I
1: know. (laughs) So I think he got ripped for this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. um so anyway yeah he's uh ripped in this uh poster uh, he's got a big sword and he's got big horns he does what's the obsession with the horns
1: um i don't know because like know in other demon. renditions of hellboy it the horns have been cut off
0: and they'll be cut off in this too okay but we get it like he's a demon but he's got the horns but mm-hmm. they're filed down or broken off or whatever because right. he you know he thinks he's he thinks he's people <laughs> And yeah, and I get it. And like that, you know, yeah, if he becomes a demon or something, the horns get bigger. But you don't just, you know, they always want to pull those out. Yeah. And I guess in a comic book, you've got hundreds of issues every once in a while. Maybe his horns grow or we see that whatever that happens in the comic. It's like it's bad. He's being right. the forces that created him are trying to get him back and he usually refuses that call by snapping the horns off and stabbing somebody with them. <laughs> and I know we've got a limited amount of time in films, but they're always pulling the horns out.
1: Yeah. Don't focus I, on the
0: horns. Yeah. It's not important. Right. That's the that's the, the trees. We want a forest. <laughs> a, hellish right. forest a hellish forest. hellish forest, yes. To fight monsters in.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, and... <sighs> It it just I don't know it he he looks more devilish and maybe that's what they're going for, um, I I I don't know why we're starting with the horns though, but um, well, like you said maybe he'll break them off at some point.
0: Yeah, you'll find out April twelfth of next year. Oh wow, okay, that that's coming back. up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things uh, getting pushed back. Yep. Uh, speaking of which, uh, the New Mutants film. Yes. Which, let's see. It was supposed to be April of this year. Yeah. Then it became like Christmas or Mm -hmm. no. Yeah. Well, it became February of next year. Yes. Now it's been again pushed back to August August of next year. Yes. In an interview with Simon Kinberg, producer and director for the film, he says that the reshoots that they have planned have not happened yet.
1: That's kind of terrifying to me.
0: How much time do you need to complete effects? Or at this point, do you go, we've got our effects set pieces this will all be character stuff that we're going to go through.
1: Oh, wow. Well, either of those are definitely possibilities. Um, and I'm
0: not on the set every day, but I know that they had to replace Rosario Dawson with Alex Krieg. Right. Is this have they has Krieg shot her scenes yet? Is this all uh, in I, the wings?
1: I have no idea.
0: There's talk about them moving it to an R rating.
1: Well, that seems <sighs>
0: The reshoots are just like, they get their script and it's just like, these are all F words. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Is there intonation? Do what you want. Right. (laughs) You got to push this thing to an R.
1: I mean, I know it's like a horror film. So there's that element already. And maybe that they want to go gorier. I don't know. Um, It just... It makes me nervous because most of these characters are teens, so you would think you would want a teen audience. And if you rate it every R, every horror movie
0: has teens in it. Yeah, and they're all R. I suppose.
1: I just I I feel like you are definitely limiting the amount of money you're going to make by making it an R film.
0: I don't think it'll stick for that reason. Okay. You know. Yeah. Only Blade and Deadpool, Deadpool after him mm-hmm. have had the guts. Yes. To go and, and Logan. And Logan. Yeah. It's Fox.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know.
0: I think it's even money. Yeah. But my money would be on PG 13. Yeah. That's what I think. What do you think? You just told me.
1: I I think it's probably... (laughs) What does the audience think? I don't know. know. That's a good question. Facebook
0: and Twitter, just enough trope. Uh, Moving on, it looks like Netflix is developing two series... Well, they're developing a lot of stuff. Here's the first thing we're going to talk about. They're developing two series based on comic properties. One is IDW's The October Faction, and the other is Antarctic Press's Warrior Nun, Ariella.
1: Okay. I am not familiar with either of those series. Uh, are you familiar with either of them? Not really. Okay.
0: I am familiar with, and here's my 90s comics guy. Hey, what's up? I'm really extreme. I'm going to talk to you about <laughs> Warrior Nun. Oh, oh my God. She's gosh. a warrior, but she's a nun. Does she have a big sword? Yeah, does yes. she? Yeah, okay. Does she wear a habit? But the top part, she, it's business on top, white and black, headdress. Uh huh. Wimple? I used to know it. Because I dressed up like a nun one time. That's a story I'll tell some other day. But as you go down, does it become more buckles and leather and uh-huh. then bare legs? Yes. With booties. It does. Oh, my gosh. Yes.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's terrifying. You've
0: got, you know, the 90s had this trend called bad girls. Yeah. Who's the baddest girl of them all?
1: I don't know. Harley bride Quinn? bride
0: of the big JC. Yeah. With a sword. Yeah. She's good, but she's bad. <laughs> terrible and dumb
1: oh my gosh
0: so i don't know netflix Will you tell me if that's too far
1: uh i just i don't know they're they're trying to make comic i think um you know if they're trying to take comic properties and make them into shows like they did with marvel i don't know if they're going to have as much as much success as they have with marvel they'll make not. just about anything yeah won't they yeah, I think they will.
0: Well, they'll make a chronicle of Narnia TV series as well.
1: Yeah, I'm really nervous about this one.
0: But it's not just that; it is a multi-year deal with the C.S. Lewis Company, which, guys, he's a company. Do you know that? No, it's probably did not what he would have wanted, right? I guess. <laughs> anyway, um, to develop TV films, I just screwed it up. TV shows, films, it' not just one thing. Sure, it won't just be like, say, a Witcher series. Uh, it'll be films, TV show, that sort of thing. Now, I'm sure seven books, it can withstand or it can hold up, you know, multiple properties. Right. But does anybody want it? Care? I, I don't, How many religious, semi-religious metaphors and allegories can we make into a bunch of content for netflix
1: yeah i know i it makes me nervous like are we are we talking tv shows and films of the same books um like what how is that what is that going to look like you know are we going to have different actors talking animals um, that's what it's going to look like oh my gosh and a
0: silver chair
1: yeah mm-hmm. wait
0: till tomorrow oh my gosh right that's silver chair. i, I don't yeah yeah Okay. 90s kid. <laughs> boop, 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 Were air horns invented back then?
1: Um, They I'm had boat
0: sure ragadas back were. then. Yeah. They probably were. Uh, hey, we're not done with Netflix stuff yet. Oh, boy. The new trailer for She-Ra is out. Yes, it She-Ra is. She-Ra reboot. She-Ra and the Princesses of Power on Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what would you think of the trailer?
1: Um, I thought the animation reminded me quite a bit of, like, Steven Universe. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, they kind of i'm not exactly sure what the vibe of the show is because there were comedic parts and then there were more serious parts kids
0: friendly adventure yeah i think
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so it seems like Uh, yeah and which is
0: weird because not want to be maybe we'll we'll one day have the time to be a fan of steven universe Mm -hmm. but don't really know a lot about steven universe do know however that it is for kids and it features a kid Protagonist, right. And yet, maybe he understands or doesn't understand, but happening around him are a lot of deeper themes. Yes. Like themes of identity and gender identity and, and relationships and things like that. Yes. I don't know if he's caught up in that stuff. Right. But doesn't seem like they're taking that into their Shira show.
1: No. Um, it... It doesn't. Um, I mean, it seems like we're dealing with a lot—at least in the first couple episodes—the fact that she's evil. Can we trust her? Yeah. she's changed sides now, but still, can we trust her? And
0: that's the Shira. That's the Shira guarantee. That's the Shira backstory. Yeah. Uh, for, for first of all, for the people who say like, "Hey, oh, it's, it's ruined. It. It's so stupid." First of all, there's nothing to ruin. See, He-Man and Shira were terrible cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> they. I, they're interesting ideas. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got a guy who is basically like a blonde Superman, yeah, uh, who's a dork, yeah, with uh, with pink fur panties, and then he turns into He Man, who's got a tiger, yeah, and then you've got Shira, which is actually kind of an interesting concept. Like she's a stormtrooper, like she or she's more like one of the guys in the gray outfits. She's sure. a. Mendo from uh, right. Rogue One, you know, right. she's a bad guy. Yeah. And she kind of goes, wait, are we the baddies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then she sort of switches sides. Uh-huh. So there's nothing to ruin. There's only a premise that you can build on. Yeah. And they seem to have built on that. Having it be princesses of power. Yeah. It seems like they've got a cast of characters and more of a world that they want to explore that isn't just the, what are we selling this week? Uh, is, yeah. it a, is it a guy that's a skunk? Uh, yeah. Let's do that. Right. Like, so, you know, I mean... Got that going on. What do you think about? Did you ever read Lumberjanes or nimona Because um, Noel Stevenson, I, who wrote on those, is the showrunner. Was... Twenty-six years old, she's a Jeez, showrunner of this wow. thing. So,
1: I've I've read some Lumberjanes um, and enjoyed that. Um, and I, I haven't I haven't read any of her other work, but um, I mean she's a she's a talented writer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's crazy as she's a showrunner. Um, so young. Uh, I mean, that's
0: <laughs> well, I mean, not an I, I know. Besides, she's got Chuck Austin to guide her. Oh, my gosh. Yes, that Chuck Austin. <laughs> 2000's X Men uh, is uh, Chuck Austin is, oh is executive producing this thing. Nobody's gonna. Nobody seems to care about that.
1: Mm,
0: so we'll see what Maybe happens.
1: they're just not paying attention.
0: It'd be like if Mel Gibson was a producer on Steve Universe. Oh, gosh it's friends call him steve universe right
1: i'm sure
0: right i don't know (laughs) (laughs) all right well anyway um i guess we will have a review of that when it comes out uh let's flip over to the other guys okay amazon amazon is going to do uh they have signed on for a full season of wheel of time
1: okay i've heard of a series i'm not familiar with it though um
0: Thanks for throwing it back to um, me. <laughs> do,
1: you, do you know anything
0: about it? I do. I know that it was uh, based on a like fourteen or sixteen book series. So a lot of books. Uh, started by Robert Jordan, um, who did pass away a little while ago, but Kay. it's still kind of going on based on his notes. Uh, it's okay. a you know a world of magic and fantasy. Um, I don't know. Uh, I've heard you know I've heard that it's that Amazon wants to make it female-centric. Okay. I know that there are um, f- strong female roles in the books. I'd have to wonder, you know, a series that started a long time ago, like how progressive it really is. Right. I don't want to... I don't... They can sell it however they want. Right. I don't want to help oversell it as, like, go female read these centric. books. It's yeah. great, yeah. Right. But just that being said, it looks like they want to approach it from that direction, which I think is cool. Yeah. Um, And... Yeah, they, um, uh, you know, a pilot apparently was put together um, and was kind of shopped around. It looks like Amazon is uh, pulling the trigger on it.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Um, and,
0: and in addition to, isn't this counter-programming for Lord of the Rings? Because That's
1: a good question. Yeah, I would think so. Aren't
0: they producing a Lord of the Rings show Yes, too? they
1: are. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe they're like, well, Lord of the Rings is mostly male, so let's get something that's mostly female in the genre sphere. Interesting. I don't
0: know. Yeah. You don't think Lord of the Rings is all male, huh?
1: Mostly. There are a few women in it. There, I, I can think of like maybe... It's all male. Three. Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> I can think of like maybe three huge lady roles in it. <laughs>
0: so uh, Phrasing. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right, I guess. I and, and one I'm of those is, is her literally... Like, I am no man. Like, her whole thing is, like, a reaction to... Right. We... A woman couldn't fight. Right. Can I still like it? Yeah, I still like it. I hope we get to the point, and I think we're getting there, and maybe the Wheel of Time can help us out, or maybe screw up my theory, but I hope we can get to the point where we don't... I don't want to do a whole... What's that game that Kingdoms of bing bong or whatever there's this medieval game that's like it's all accurate and people are like well i mean it's kind of seems like there should be some like colored people in it right and then we find out that the developer is like crazy like right wing you know yeah okay anyway but all right there's no black people in the middle ages well that's not true right it's just not true right what was my point oh yeah i I hope that we can get to a point where we can tell fantasy stories and they've got great representation, but they're still we don't stop doing the the stories like this castle middle age stories, Crusader stories, maybe even Lord of the Rings are seen as like period pieces mm-hmm. and when you tell a story, you're definitely gonna tell it from the context of the society that you live in right and so you have a story where we don't just suddenly have female knights. You could do that because it's cool. But if you're going to do a historical thing, there aren't female knights. But we do have female, strong female characters in it. And I don't mean strong like right. I got a sword. I just mean like a dev- well-developed female character. Right. And we see how shitty it is for them. We don't right. leave that part of the story out. Right. But I'm saying I hope we don't just start having like, is <laughs> that a story accurate. I did it. I came back around and became that jerk. Oh, no. You're not helping me at all. I'm
1: sorry. I'm Take sorry. Take the shovel out of my hands. Um, uh, it's going to be okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to get the through this. The thinnest
0: of bandages <laughs> for this wound. Sorry. Well, you know who's going to fix it? Neil Gaiman. He signed an overall deal with Amazon as well.
1: Oh, my goodness. He's
0: already uh, deep into production on uh, Good Omens. Yeah. Uh, which there was a trailer of.
1: Yes. Which we're not going
0: to talk about today. Okay. But I encourage you to go check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's been working with them on that.
1: Okay.
0: Hopefully this will turn out better than the HBO deal did. Yeah. excuse me, the stars deal deal did. Yeah, exactly. Because that doesn't seem to be going so well. No. And it is an open-ended deal. Okay. I mean, if you're going to make a deal with a guy. Yeah. I got stories. Yeah. Going to Lucian's library. Like, we're all set to go. Right. Uh, but we don't know specifically what they'll be developing. But Okay. Will, Interesting. Will we where are the rights on Sandman at this point? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Because if we can get them and Amazon's got the money. Yeah. And they've got the desire. Yes. Let's them. have
1: a mini series. J G L
0: Yeah. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Right. Go off and make Joe Weightlifter Two. <laughs> What was that movie called?
1: I don't remember. Ugly Kid Joe. Ugly Kid Joe?
0: He's lifting weights. Okay. He's dry humping Scar, Scar Joe. Oh, God. Do you remember?
1: I Yeah, I remember, but <laughs> anyway. I don't remember what it was called.
0: Joseph Gordon-Levitt, go make you know whatever you want to make. Give us, drop, put the Sandman down. Right. Put the bag of sand <laughs> and the helmet down. <laughs> and then we'll just spend a billion dollars on films on a clericon miniseries right on all the things we could get out of that
1: sure no it'd be the vertigo absolutely. tv show okay who's in um i'm in
0: because we want to make it like george gordon levitt is gonna play morpheus and we're gonna watch him fight sleep demons or something like that and it's like right no no twilight zone anthology show right where lucian or cain and abel are the hosts And Sandman only shows up in the third act of, like, all the shows. And then every once in a while, you do a Mulder conspiracy show where we're following some ongoing thing with whatever's going on with Dream.
1: Sure. No, that makes sense. I like that idea.
0: Call me. (laughs) I can't help with Wheel of Time. No. But I can help with this. Yes. I can't carry it for you. (laughs) But I can carry you. Yes. And... Your your bag.
1: Yes, your your bag of sand. Your
0: bags, your bags of sand. <laughs> Carry the bag of sand, <laughs> Mister Morpheus. Where am I right now? Um, we'll talk about Disney. Disney. Sure, let's, let's, talk, talk, about let's Disney. talk about Disney. Uh, Disney's got the Mandalorian. Yes, that sounds good.
1: Yeah, it sounds delicious. Here's what
0: that is. Mm, yeah. Uh, John Favreau has been working on a TV show. We've known this for uh, Marvel, uh, presumably for their streaming service where you're going to see all your Marvel films. Watch them on Netflix now. Get that Black yep. Panther, because it's going to be gone soon. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on there yet, as yet unnamed, I believe, a uh, streaming service. Oh, boy. We always knew it with Star Wars. Now we know what specifically it's going to be about. It is going to be about the Mandalorians. All right. That is so the, the guys Fets. with the mailbox hel- helmets. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, exactly. And uh, we've seen an image already of a sort of... Um, kind of muted brown and gray sort of gunslingery looking thing mm-hmm. uh it's going to be set in between the new movies and the old movies okay go figure yeah um, and by that i mean a ridge tridge and force awakens sure and um it's kind of all we know at this point they name right. drop boba and jango fett sure um but it won't involve them of course um, not. directly as far as i know what do you think Weren't we supposed to slow down?
1: I thought we were. Weren't we slowing um, down? I, I'm a little anxious about this just because, I don't know, a Star Wars show, I guess it could be good. But, I mean, Clone Wars is apparently good, but that's animated. I'm just, I'm a little anxious about them making a Star Wars TV show and it actually being good. Um, and it's not going to be following the Jedi at all. So um they can't fall back on their uh, you know
0: star wars has to be jedi
1: well when you no, say star wars no you're saying jedi i don't think it has to be jedi but i feel like they feel like it has to be jedi i agree um so
0: even like rogue one i know there's no jedi in it yeah you literally gotta got they just talk about the force all the time of and not just do. may the force be with you like donnie yen is using the force basically yes <laughs> and they can, nobody can shut up about the force
1: no Um, Yeah, I don't
0: disagree. So,
1: yeah, it makes me a little nervous. Um, I guess, I mean, are these guys, like, good guys? Like, can they be good guys? The Mandalorians?
0: I think they're more neutral guys. Okay. You know? Like uh, the guys we see in Solo. Okay. You know, the first failed Star Wars movie. Yeah, right. Keeping a job, Which I liked. (laughs) Still Kevin Kennedy, still around. I know. Okay, all right. Yeah. I mean... It's not all her fault.
1: No, it's not.
0: But usually, the, especially in Hollywood, like the person in charge has to fall on their sword. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Disney is, I think, extending, well, they have extended her contract, but I think they are extending faith to somebody who is a has made literally billions of dollars yes. uh, making high-profile movies. Right. So, but at the same time, I think it's also a, huh, Here, here's your contract now. It's gonna These are going to be three good years, right? Right. 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 Or there ain't going to be no contract right. after this. So I'm not sure how many chances you get, but let's make this a good one, yeah. I think is what we want to do. I would agree. Um, let's forget all this. Let's okay. stop everything dead in its tracks. Okay. And just decide to talk about Aquaman. All right. Fans at uh, New York City Comic Con and also fans on YouTube were treated to a new extended trailer that's about five minutes long. It's mm-hmm. half trailer and half. Here's a scene from the movie. Right. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of that? Um, what happens in that?
1: Well, so uh, Aquaman and I, Mira. Yes. Okay. Um, they're walking along in the desert and they find um, a- abandoned ruins. And she puts something in the gear, and it's supposed to go and start moving. But she realizes, no, we need water. So she is able to get some water. It's an
0: Indiana Jonesy thing yes they're looking at an old temple they're raiding a temple
1: yes and she needs some
0: thieves in the temple
1: right and she needs some water (laughs) to get this thing going so she takes it from aquaman's forehead um and then he makes jokes about how he could have just peed on it
0: what is Um, the dc movie obsession with pee
1: i have no idea. i could have poured
0: granny's peach tea on that
1: yeah no kidding
0: really like she is showing off because she could just Right. Just spit in got it out. It. Yeah, maybe that's not quite as elegant,
1: and probably not. Also,
0: they're adventuring in the desert. They've got to have a bottle of Fiji in one of those satchels, right? Do you guys one have a plan? Hold. You are lit- you are aquatic creatures.
1: Yeah, in the desert. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, bring along some crystal geyser. Yeah, we're good to go. Right. There's a lot happening in this trailer. Yes, there is. And speaking of water, the words kitchen sink come to mind. <laughs> yeah. Like you've got sharks with freaking lasers on their heads. Yes, we so do. We're already, we're we're at the max. Creatures, you've got the Indiana Jones subplot type thing. Mm-hmm. You've got people fighting and kings and swimming around. Yeah, you, you got the Kraken is trying to kill you, uh, drown you in your pickup truck. Yep, you got him jumping onto submarines and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, holy, there's so much going on in this I know, film. I know. Uh, is, is this gonna be oh boy, it's like day glow bright, yes, um, as opposed to the normal dark palette? Welcome, yeah, but I got a real. Like Jupiter Ascending, like a Valerian vibe out of this? Yeah. With two yeah. movies that, I mean, honestly, I enjoyed, <laughs> but were not successful films. Right. What um, are they going for?
1: I don't know what they're going for exactly. I mean, <sighs> they they even have him in the traditional Aquaman costume at the end. And That's okay. I, it's all right. I don't know that we needed that. No, um, you already
0: cast, because you cast Jason Momoa, who is yes. not the typical... You know, white dude
1: with blonde hair. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Blue eye. Yeah, right. So, why force him into that? Like, I don't he- know. Jason Momoa is a costume. <laughs> it's a huge guy with like a Rob Zombie beard and like tattoos. Are, like, right. Done. Like, we're yeah. t- put a bandolier on him or something. Like, we've got it. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Why force him into that? But it doesn't look bad. It. it I just doesn't. hope he doesn't wear it the whole movie.
1: I hope he doesn't either.
0: Because like the tattoos.
1: Um, yeah. Um, and those should be shown off. Um, I, I don't know how much he like talks to animals or like they listen to him. They stick I,
0: up for him when, when he's being bullied. Yeah,
1: we know that much. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: I'll tell you one there, thing. Yes. Whenever you have, this is just a movie law. Whenever you have a action scene or a chase sequence in a Middle Eastern country or setting Mm -hmm. you have to do the thing where you run over the roofs over the terracotta tiles and if you are a uh roofer uh in a middle eastern country in a movie do you sell hero insurance
1: i think you have to like yeah um
0: mrs mr and mrs johnson i don't know why their names are johnson i couldn't think of anything (laughs) else Uh, yeah, the tiles are up there. They're looking pretty good. All red and bacon in the sun. And, right. But I got to tell you, you're going to want the insurance. Because when James Bond comes through on his motorcycle, right. it's just going to be crack this, and sliding off and falling down that. Yep. So you never know when these heroes are going to come through. That's right. And have a fight and a foot chase on top of your nice tiles. <laughs> so you're going to want that insurance.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's definitely true. That's definitely like movie law, I think. Right, yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, there's a surprising a lot of action that takes place not under the sea in this that we've seen so yeah. far. So it's kind of surprising.
0: Yeah, and I would assume that most of it's going to be underwater. So I, I think assume... they are doing their own counter programming mm. to show you it's not all water. Sure. But you haven't even really shown us the water. Why no. not sell us on the water? Yeah. I Do you know. think that they don't aren't confident in there? water scenes. Well,
1: I sure hope they are. Cuz we see black manta. Yeah.
0: And we see like an on-ground, you know, fight scene and stuff like that. The cast yeah. in this is crazy. I was thinking about this. Yep. You got Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. you got Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Dolph Lundgren is in this. I think which I is knew fun. that, but I forgot it. Yeah. <laughs> which is nuts. So, I don't know.
1: Yeah. There's quite a few people in it. Um it looks like it could be good. So, I just Ooh, fingers crossed that it is actually good, you know?
0: Just go for it. Yeah. He's talking to fish. Yeah. Balls out, who cares? Yeah. Get your beach balls out. Right. There's your slogan right there. <laughs> Going beach balls out Just <laughs> oh. December 21st. Some more little news blips and blops here. Rosie Perez has cast as Renee Montoya in the Birds of Prey movie. Okay. Which... It's gonna happen. Seems like it's really gonna happen now. Yeah,
1: they're picking up steam. Seems like.
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of Margot Robbie, she's in talks to star in that Barbie movie, which is oh boy, maybe gonna happen. It's still still going. Okay. Mattel, the Mattel cinematic universe. <laughs> Great.
1: Oh, it's always. We were always
0: gonna come back around to this, right?
1: Yeah. There was like a ten hot Barbies. minutes where
0: it might have been Amy Schumer. Yes. And they were gonna do something with it. Right. What are they gonna do with Margot Robbie?
1: She's just gonna be a Barbie doll. She's
0: gonna get in the pink Corvette.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it's gonna be—a coming-of-age story for Barbie. What does
0: the horse think when she gets in the Corvette?
1: <laughs> I don't know. She's like, I'm right Did here, have it. Come on.
0: <laughs> At least put me in the pink horse trailer. <laughs> and and can that, that Corvette a trailer? I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Harley Quinn, we were kind of speaking of Harley Quinn, uh, Harley Quinn's animated series, which is going to debut on the DC streaming network, uh, is in full swing. Kaylee okay. Cuoco of Big Bang Theory will be voicing Harley Quinn. Okay. Other hey. voice talent in the series will be Lake Bell, uh, Jason Alexander, uh, Ron Funches, uh, Christopher Maloney and Alan Tudyk.
1: Okay. Cause he has that's... to be in everything. Right. Um, that's a pretty well-rounded cast if you ask me um so yeah um okay looking forward to the harley quinn series
0: you're not gonna watch it maybe
1: (laughs) i'm not a super huge harley quinn fan so
0: well thanks for trying yeah uh do you like american gods yeah did you see the trailer for season two i did what'd you think
1: I think it actually surprisingly looks pretty decent.
0: How was there a show?
1: I don't know how there's a show. I think we've talked about the behind
0: the scenes problems. Yeah, like I Brian don't know how Fuller there left. Is even a show,
1: I know, and and Jillian Anderson left. Oh, um,
0: yeah. Well. yeah, it looks like more God action. There are some things that look like are directly from the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of that is. Mr. Gaiman himself, who was apparently not very happy with some of the departures that Brian Singer had been making. Okay. No, it's Bryan Singer. Whoops. Fuller. Uh by Brian Fuller. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about Brian Singer in a second. Okay. Uh and I'm like, Yeah, but the Vulcan one was like a pretty good episode. Yeah. I like really liked that one. Yeah. Where he goes to the town where everybody shoots the guns and stuff like yes. that. Yes. Um, I mean, come on. Like, how long do you want this thing to go? Right. So, or the, did you like the casino heist? I mean. Where they're going to steal from the casino? That was interesting. You got to add something to this thing.
1: Yeah, you do. Maybe if you're going to spread it
0: out. I Man, he's got to wrap this up because he's got other projects to work I on. I guess. <laughs> so, that'll come out, I don't know, sometime next year. Uh, I mentioned Brian Singer before. Uh, Brian Singer is in talks to possibly direct a Red Sonja film.
1: Okay. Um. I'm just surprised at this point that anybody's giving him projects because of his what he did yeah. on Queen. He just didn't oh, show up.
0: Oh, I see. Okay, I, I thought you meant personal.
1: Oh, well, there's that, too. He's got a couple of black marks against him. <laughs> Nothing's
0: been proven. No, but... Uh, but it's not great. No. Uh, there's a lot of smoke. Yep. we don't know if there's fire. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, didn't go well. No. I don't even know who's being credited. Oh, I think... I think he will be credited as director, okay, but not directing that film, okay, at this point. Yeah. Did you know that Fearless is forever?
1: I did not know that until you saw
0: the poster. Yes. For Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know. Again. <laughs> okay. Again. Out of our
0: purview, perhaps.
1: Wanted to be good. Yeah. Not sure if it will be.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, let's move on uh, to our last item. Uh, this is actually um, a rumor, so don't take this okay. as fact. All right. But this comes from that hashtag show. Uh, apparently, Marvel is, uh, has commissioned a script based on the Dark Avengers storyline or okay. property from Marvel Comics.
1: Okay. Um, I don't know anything about the Dark Avengers. Could you tell me a little bit sure. about
0: them? Okay. Now... I, again, I'd have to go back and check Wikipedia or sure. Marvel Wikia um, for the exact details. But this falls within the kind of run of Civil War leading to secret invasion, okay. leading to flippity floppity, and all this stuff. At this point, you know, Cap is quote unquote dead. Tony is kind of out of the picture. He's disgraced. Okay. This is all the fallout from Civil War and the Skrull invasion. And Norman Osborn, because we just let that guy keep walking around, uh, becomes (laughs) the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, And he puts together a new Avengers. He decides that the public, you know, the Avengers are disassembled because Wanda blew everybody up. Okay. And so he reforms the Avengers, but they're all bad guys. All right. So if we've had this long tradition of. Um, having the Thunderbolts, right? The Thunderbolts are like Marvel's suicide squad. It's a bunch of bad guys who all work for the government under duress. Okay. So this is kind of like the Thunderbolts get their shot at the big time. They okay. become the Avengers. All right. So you've got Norman Osborne himself in the uh, Iron Patriot armor. So he's an I- Iron Man, basically. Okay. You've got um, Dakin, uh, Wolverine's son, donning the uh, brown and yellow to be Wolverine. Okay. You've got uh, Hawkeye. Um, but it's not Hawkeye. It's Bullseye masquerading as Hawkeye.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, you've got Ares, the god of war, instead of Thor. Okay. And who else? I think Moonstone or whatever is in there. Okay. Um, yeah, and the idea is they're all pretending to be good guys, but they're, you know, his bad guys. personal legion of doom or whatever.
1: Okay. Um, that could be good. I don't know. Maybe that's what marvel universe needs right now well they need to know yeah they do because
0: when we wrap this thanos thing up i know Atlantis attacks like where do you go from here
1: i it's hard to say where to go from here <laughs> you basically
0: just go through all the rest of the Bendis thing does he get paid off all of this stuff he should uh, you've well, like kree scroll war yeah um if captain marvel is a success let's you right. know great let's keep going with uh what's her name but maybe bring jude law back and do like a death of captain marvel type situation oh yeah you don't know, do that yeah there's so much you can mine and they've been mining almost exclusively from the last 15 20 years like That's Ultimate, true. the ultimate line all the bendis led events if we do fear itself
1: um sure why not
0: Creating my hammer, created, you know, uh w- w- wiki, wiki, dwarfypedia. <laughs> what's, what's Peter Dinklage's yeah, name?
1: Gosh, I can't remember He's a dwarf guy. Anyway, yeah.
0: he goes nuts and he creates seven different hammers, you know, whose power is based on fear or, you know, whatever. And we get into right. whatever it was in the, in the comic. Sure. I don't know. Again, this is all rumors. Marvel's commissioned scripts before that have not gone on to be films. Okay.
1: But I all believe...
0: Right. um Nicole Perlman's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, was a commission script. They're like, I don't know. Okay. Let's do something with this. Okay. And she cooked up Guardians of the Galaxy, and here we are today. Right. So Maybe okay. it could be a thing. If if they were doing this, and they came to you and said, what do you got? Give me a Marvel storyline, and oh, we're going to blow this up into a film.
1: Um. I guess, like, all of the our Marvel superheroes are disbanded or disgraced.
0: So you want to see Avengers dis- disassembled?
1: Yeah. Um, okay. And then uh, they come together and um, they're fighting for evil instead of for good.
0: Yeah. Well, and... that's basically Dark, Dark Avengers. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you can tell from what I've said previously that, like, I'm a little up and down on Michael brian michael bendis
1: okay right
0: uh, recently but or just in general but i do think the house of m would probably be a good movie oh yeah especially now that you own have to fold the x-men into the avengers yes what if you have uh leah olsen triplet right no more avengers instead of mutants or whatever right we get house of m now we are going to interact with
1: manito nicholas and,
0: holt and the, yeah. about a boy and right. whatever and what and then whatever they end up doing with those guys or you just recast everybody right and then we fix it and we turn it back and now we're in like a new universe that has well these guys are here now
1: right that could be good
0: get nicole perlin <laughs> get her on the line <laughs> After 55 years, mm-hmm. how do you keep a property fresh?
1: I think you need to reinvent it. Um, you need to get new blood in there, um, new people telling stories, stories. The process uh, of reinvention
0: stories. is literally built into the show. Yes. And they would have come up with it eventually, but yes. luckily they were kind of forced into having to come up with this idea. And yeah, I'm talking about the in world element of regeneration Mm -hmm. but also learning very quickly on that this is popular we need to keep it going so we've got to scramble and through that scrambling they came up with the template for keeping this thing going for over 50 years yes and so we've got doctor who season 11 Mm -hmm. and this is 11 means you know the new version of it like the new you know it's really season 37 37
1: 38 something like that yeah Yeah,
0: technically Mm -hmm. uh, after 50 plus years right uh, something that's always been about reinvention always been about seeking new horizons and exploring new things and we're exploring having a female lead yes with Jodie Whitaker in this year's uh, first episode called the woman who fell to earth
1: yes and she literally fell to earth yes I get it
0: but she doesn't. She's not addicted to water, and no. whatever else is going on. Yeah. <laughs> remember when I made you watch that movie? Um, you loved it. Yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah. Uh, what happens in this episode?
1: Um, well, there are some alien creatures who we never really. Well, I guess we kind of find out what their names are. Anyways, there's these alien creatures that come to Earth. One in like a pod. It looks like a blue Hershey's kiss. Um,
0: I thought it looked like some some sort of uh, pottery or like a thing you'd uh, a, yeah. va- a vase. It kind of uh, looks like uh, a vase. Know, a, too. a conversation piece that you get at yeah. Pier One or something like sure. that with yeah. like a blue glaze, blue
1: iridescent. Yeah,
0: yeah. You'd pick up in a gift shop in Sedona or something.
1: No, I could see that. Um, and then there's like this electrical creature that's like coils of wire and stuff like that. Um, and they're related to each other because, of course, they are. Um, and uh, the one with the electrical wires like comes through a train and like stops the train and puts like a little tracking, like a little bomb, into people's collars.
0: Right, but we don't learn that until we're told by the doctor. That's right. Who falls through the roof of the train? Yes, without her TARDIS. Yes, and goes through the usual mess of post regeneration, not knowing exactly who she is and what's yes. going on. Something we're pretty much used to this by now. Yeah. Um, what'd you think? And and uh, she, you know, the people that who are on the train uh, are all, of course, all plucky individual characters. Yes, who she immediately tasks with helping her out, mm-hmm. and you know. You know this story.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Do we know this story? Did this bring anything new to Doctor Who? What What say you? What do you think?
1: Well, it brought some new creatures that we hadn't seen before. There's the guy in the cr- crazy armor who has the teeth all over his face, which are from all of his conquests.
0: This is something where I feel like you can you have to be creative. There are a lot of creative monsters in Doctor Who, but I feel like you can always see... The inspiration, you know how like supposedly the the Millennium Falcon was a burger with a bite taken out of it and an olive sitting next to it. Yeah, which is so random. <laughs> uh But then when you look at it, you go, "Oh yeah, it okay. kind of looks yeah, like that's that." What it is. Yeah, this for me is like somebody was like, "We need gross, gross, gross," and they're looking yep. at like medical photos and they saw one of those photos of like a tumor that has like teeth growing out of it and things oh. like that, and they're like, "There you go, tumor Yeah, face. no, I think you're right, teeth face.
1: Uh yeah um it i think it's okay. Um it was uh I think it was a good introduction to the doctor. She was very plucky. Um she was um ingenious. She created her own sonic screwdriver, which now that I know that I kind of like the sonic screwdriver better. I when I first saw pictures of it, I didn't really like it that much. Yeah,
0: um the guy who the dead guy's uh little warehouse turned out to be real great yeah it did <laughs> i like how they introduced this character who's a very like uh it's like a Mulder type character like his sister yes. was abducted by aliens yes yeah and then he disappears and we never go and we he's, we play his uh if i'm dead watch this video video right uh, and that's pretty much it yeah and we never learn anything else about him no. apparently he's got a warehouse full of stuff that's real convenient for a doctor with no tardis yes do you think we're going to learn anything else about this guy later on? Let's just get I, to my review. I feel like I give no. this an incomplete. Okay. I feel like they there is so much pressure always in starting a new round of this, you know, with a new Doctor and a new series. Yes. And you've got the added pressure of clearly all the eyes are on you. This is, you know, a new... Um, actor. It's a it's a woman. Yes. Uh, it's a new showrunner who's mm-hmm. untested in this. I mean, he's written Doctor Who episodes before, but he hasn't done this. So, I think that they, the way they've decided to take that all in stride is by just just making a show, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But I won't be able to give my rating until I know everything,
1: <laughs> right? Do you know what I mean? I think I know what you mean. It
0: isn't like. Um, you know, Eleven's first episode, where he comes in. You know, we meet Amy Pond, who is going to be a big thing for the entire uh, season se- right. or series, as they say. Right. Uh, and, but also through the life of the character, we also meet the crack. Same thing. Yeah. And in that Stephen Moffat, when he's good, way we're setting up where we're going to go. Right. I f- a lot of this this feels thrown off to me, but I can't help but feel unless they are totally divorcing themselves from the. Forward planning storytelling of a Moffat, this stuff is gonna have to come back, right? Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to see Toothface again, okay? We're gonna have to ask ourselves because so many things just happened in the way that you would take it for granted if it was a late period uh Doctor Who episode mm-hmm. where we're just kind of cranking them out, right? And I can't, it can't be that lazy, right? We're going to have to get back to the kid. God. He's important for some reason, right? Yeah. We're going to have to get back to, why does this other guy have this warehouse full of weird junk? Right. Where Where is all this coming from? Right. Like, this has to be the hook for something. And as the hook for something, it's interesting. As a standalone episode, I was very let down. in that it was just, it seemed very stock to me.
1: Yeah. You got two opposing aliens and, uh, you know, you don't...
0: But they're not opposing.
1: I. You're right. They're not.
0: One is helping the other one out. Somehow. It's like his drone or something. Yeah. And then you have a character who's like, let me help out. And she gets herself killed. Yes. And normally, <laughs> like, how many companions die on the job? I know. Not many.
1: No. Not many at all.
0: This, yeah. I don't... Nan, I don't remember the character's name.
1: Yeah. I. Gra- Grace.
0: Grace. There we go. Yeah. <sighs> wow. That's great. But anyway, she's no Adric. No. And the doctor is confused, Mm -hmm. (laughs) certainly, but it's like, I got that lady killed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know. Hello, Doctor Who show? Are we going to
0: do. Yeah, but, and I have to imagine that something's coming, right? Yeah. I look to, for this, I look to Star Trek Discovery, in which the first two episodes are meant to set something up, and you go, I can't believe that this happened. I can't believe that you would try to make me root for a character who has done something so wrong and so against everything that the show, the franchise of Star Trek is about. Hold on. Right. Keep watching. Right. And it all pays off. Right. I'm, I expect that now. So I hope, hope that's what we're going for. That this is going to come What'd back. What do you think about Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor?
1: Um, I thought she did a pretty good job. Um, She's like the companion. She's plucky. Um, She uh, has a lot of trouble remembering who she is and stuff like that. Like all the doctors kind of do when they first regenerate. Um, I thought, you know, I think that she's somebody who once she remembers who she is, she knows what she wants. Like with her outfit choice and everything. That was a definite choice.
0: All the doctors do that.
1: Yeah, I know. But um I I thought she was she was a a solid doctor. Um I I'd, I'd like to see how she's going to be different a little bit more. Um instead of just like I am a female doctor now. You know, like how does she deal with like like you said how does she deal with some, losing somebody?
0: I thought her performance was Great. I just didn't see the, the, the show. It doesn't have anything to do with her. Like, she's fine. Right. But I didn't see the show drawing a line in the sand about her as a character. I don't right. have any sense of her one episode after seeing her. Now, I again, agree with you. if we're just, if this is just forget the pressure let's just deliver something and then show people how we roll as we go and we build into something great and i'm i'll be there to see it anyway Mm -hmm. but we think about all the other david Tennant, which who doesn't show up for like the first 45 minutes of his first appearance and then when he does he's fighting a guy with a sword he murders a guy with an orange and doesn't even look back and it's like that will be David Tennant for the rest of his run. Like right. he will absolutely kill you if you're in his way and he's going to swing from ropes and stuff like that. Or like Matt Smith is like, who the man? Oh, that's, I, that's, I'm never saying that again. And he's like t- being weird and he's driving fire trucks through windows and right. it's sort of wacky and we get that. And Peter Capaldi is telling you that he's probably going to have to kill you and he's going to feel real bad about it, but yeah. you're dead. Right. I get who all those doctors are. You know, yes. and then we'll explore that as we go. But I never got I don't feel like I have a sense of who she is. She's fun and she's kind of quirky. And oh boy, that Q word.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: But like, who is she? Do I, they I know.
1: know. I don't know that they know. Uh, um, I mean, they must. I, I hope they do. I i, I just wish this that her down than her I debut was
0: was stronger. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's a here you go. The The my least favorite word. It's a solid entry, but it just I wanted to be. Really challenged, yes. I like that. Oh boy, you take the TARDIS away. Uh huh. I guess I like that as an idea, but what is you know, oh boy, all right. I like that as a plot development. But yes. like for the introduction of a doctor and no TARDIS,
1: what it's are we gonna weird. do with that? Yeah, yeah. I hope she gets her. Here's something that has
0: nothing to do with their creative choices or the star or anything else. Oh, I should say, I liked all the companions. Yeah, and I really do. um, I'm kind of more interested in them (laughs) than the Doctor at this point. Yeah, Uh, the pacing was terrible. Uh, You could have driven a truck through many and many of those scenes and cues. Yeah, like it was just very slow paced, and Mm -hmm. it was over an hour. And my thing is like, just pull it together. 50 minutes. That's a little shorter than a usual Doctor Who episode, but. Come on. There are scenes where you're just sitting there and people are just walking around. There's
1: a guy who literally throws salad at the bad guy (laughs) alien and that he's just there for the alien guy to kill. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's his entire purpose.
0: Shouldn't some of those. Here's a little note for the makeup department. Some of those teeth should have fillings. Yeah. Some of the teeth should have been gold.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: Or like alien teeth. He does this on every planet.
1: No, you're absolutely right. Why did he have like human 57 teeth. human teeth? Yeah, no, yeah, you're it right. It should have
0: been like green like fangs and things like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I uh, can't say
0: recommend. We're absolutely going to watch the show until the death of the universe. Absolutely. But fingers crossed.
1: I, I just, like you said, hopefully they have more that they're going to say yeah. as it goes
0: on. Something that got me, and you can... You know, set up the doctor to be whatever you want. Like she's maybe she's like more of a team player, fine. But I didn't get the sense that you get usually with the doctor. And I will actually I will give my point and I will refute my point. Okay. In one breath. <gasps> no, I'm um, just kidding. Um, I didn't get the sense that she's on another another level. Right. Than they are. Yeah. And then the refutation of that is well, that's like a masculine talking down kind of thing. I yes but again going back to another another introduction of a doctor when christopher glesson gives that speech about how the universe is is churning and moving and fast and you know and all these things are happening you know and that's me Mm -hmm. isn't that kind of the thesis of the doctor like he's supposed to be somebody who's like or she is supposed to be somebody who's like who is this person they
1: have all the answers well
0: at least they're going to take us to Vistas, uh, you right. know, and show us new things that we don't understand. Right. And she, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't really feel that.
1: No, you didn't really get the sense that, I mean, and maybe this is a, I don't know if this is a bad thing, but you don't really get the sense that she's superior. Um, yeah, well,
0: I'm, I would quibble that word choice.
1: Okay. Um
0: don't sit and pick a new word. Uh, all
1: right. Continue your thought. She, but she should be extraordinary because she is the doctor. She beat the
0: toothpaste guy.
1: I know she did, but... And
0: <laughs> and there's a lot of things where... And then the other guy that he's trying to capture uh, very rightfully murders him in self-defense. Yeah. But she's like, you didn't have any right to do that. That's a beat that we understand. The doctor is fine killing people themselves, but right. not when other people do it. Right but we just go right past from that. She doesn't, we don't get a speech from her about, you know, how blah, blah, blah,
1: how life is precious. See, I'm describing
0: these things that have become, I wouldn't say tired, but established tropes. Yeah. And I think the show skipped them on purpose, but much like return or uh, the last Jedi, if you're going to do the opposite thing, why are you going to do it? Here's something that we missed. There was a real lack of, Music in this usually there's the there's thing it sort of drives it forward. Now that can be a crutch, but there were scenes where there just wasn't not really much in the way of exciting musical accompaniment, which I think might have made it feel less
1: like it was dragging on. Yeah,
0: yeah. What did you? Okay, you said love before. We got to get back to it. Yes, they do call her love quite a bit. Now, I didn't necessarily want them to immediately plant the flag of don't call me babe. Speaking about, hey, 90s right. kid is back. Whoa, recycled to the extreme. <laughs> uh, drawing a line in the sand as far as that goes. I'm sure we'll hit that at some point, but instead they just let characters kind of condescend to her because she's a woman. And we didn't even address we it. Didn't we didn't address it at all. But And there wasn't even like a later on like a, huh, I guess she can do it or something. No. It's just like they're, it seems like they are conspicuously choosing to not conspicuously do anything. Yeah. And I don't know what to make of it incomplete that's my grade
1: yeah i don't know what to make of it either um i wish they didn't call her love
0: i'll see you after class yes for the next 12 weeks that's right i got a song filled with sh- for the strong willed when the world gives you a raw deal set you off till you scream piss off screw you when it talks to you like you don't belong it tells you <laughs> stop <it>. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get uh, the copyright mark for that oh, okay uh yeah there is a song uh, by Eminem called Venom. And it's almost like he asked them, uh, What's the movie called again? Uh, it's called Venom. He's like, All right, good. Got it. <laughs> They're like, now, are you sure you can find a rhyme for symbiote? He's like, Come on. <laughs> I'm Eminem. Look at this beard. Yeah. <laughs> How old is he? There should be some gray in his beard. Is he dyeing yeah. his beard? I don't know. Maybe. He looks like, uh, you know, just for men, uh, James Brolin like, Oh, jeez. What's going on with his look? I don't know. He's got the Che Guevara hat on? Or not Che Guevara. The opposite of Che Guevara. Uh, the uh, Castro, like, uh, Bautista hat or whatever? Oh, my
1: gosh. I don't know what's you going no on with opinion. his look.
0: You have no opinion. No, I
1: don't. Do you have an
0: opinion on the movie Venom?
1: Yes, I do. Venom,
0: Venom, Venom. <laughs> it's Venom. We saw I, Venom. Yes. Uh, Venom is kicking the ass yeah, at the I box did. office. It made uh, $80 million domestic this weekend, about $200 million. Worldwide, That's crazy. Which, for October, not only is it good, it's a new record. It's the best wow. an October has ever been. Um, just for a point of comparison, A Star is Born also came out this weekend and made about $40 million. Which, for a for five, five, rem- five make, at least a four make, Yeah, uh, <laughs> starring uh, a, a lady who's acted for the first time, well, American Horror Story, Right. and an untrusted writer, actor, director, star... Um, that's not bad either. No, it's not. I know it's a lot of little monsters are not happy about that though. <laughs> Can you tell us what was going on between Lady Gaga and Venom? Um, Venom, Venom, <laughs> Venom.
1: Well, a lot of little monsters were. Uh, they wanted to get people to boycott Venom uh, <laughs> because they wanted people to go see a Star is Born instead.
0: I don't see a lot of crossover in the audience.
1: Nope. I, that Venn diagram, I don't feel like it crosses it at diagram. all. Venom diagram. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. there you go. Um, I don't think it overcrosses at all. So it, it's kind of silly if you ask me. Um, but, you know, it is a comic book movie, and comic book movies are incredibly popular. So sorry, guys. <laughs> Venom won.
0: What you do is you um, you can't beat him, you join him. Right. So what about a... Um duet between Lady Gaga and Venom? Yeah. And it's like a Venom is born. Oh
1: my gosh. I bet Lady
0: Gaga could rap.
1: I bet she could. Right? Yeah.
0: This is Lady Gaga throwing down some hot verses on yeah. a, on an Eminem song. <laughs> and then as um as we discussed on another show, uh she have her own Venom costume. Yes. Made of like trash bags or something.
1: Yes. Exactly.
0: Um, she's ve- she's a bad monster romance or something <laughs> like that.
1: Yes, I think that would be excellent. Ra 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 ra. That's a good Venom.
0: What are we talking about? Uh, we're, <laughs> we're talking about, about the movie venom. movie venom. Venom. What happens in Venom?
1: Um, well, Tom Hardy plays Eddie Brock, who is an investigative reporter, uh, and he lives in San Francisco, um, and he is. Uh, at the very beginning of the movie, he's dating Michelle Williams. They're engaged to get married. Uh, she's a lawyer. It was a great setup. Yeah.
0: What is like? What happens in the movie Venom, though? Well, <laughs> over he, the course of
1: he investigates <laughs> the entire film. Um, this company called the Life Corporation. <laughs>
0: Exterior We open on San Francisco The Golden Gate Bridge Shines in the background Yeah Come on man Just tell me what happens In this movie Okay
1: so <laughs> He thinks that the CEO no, he's Is crooked No still um, Basically he gets this, this symbiote Or this alien life form In um,
0: From the movie Life Yeah Starring Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs>
1: Right um, Which
0: Yeah we'll talk about that
1: um, Just kind of Takes over his body Uh, and he hears voices like he's like hungry and all this stuff and he doesn't know what's going on. Um, he can
0: transform into a giant oily monster. Yes. With a long tongue. With
1: a long tongue and lots of needly teeth.
0: Who's a hero somehow. Yes. Yeah. It's like if Iron Man and Hulk had a gross baby and they made a film out of it. Right. Venom, Venom, Venom. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, what was your exposure to Venom before this film?
1: I honestly didn't have a whole lot of exposure before this film. Uh, for the show, we read a couple of comics, uh, that like uh, Amazing Spider-Man 300, which is technically Venom's or Eddie Brock's, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, um, first uh, debut in comics. Yep. And we also read, uh, forgetting the name of it now, it's the Web of Spider-Man. The one? Web of Spider-Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where his His alien costume is a symbiote. Yeah. Um, And he thought that it was, you know, under wraps at the Fantastic Four tower and he discovers no, it has come and found him because of course it has
0: <laughs> um yeah uh whoa extreme 90s dudes back oh, let yeah. me turn my bull cap around oh, backwards <laughs> baseball hat gnarly hey, yeah venom's <laughs> awesome oh he's can fight the hulk he's so great right. venom was everywhere in the 90s okay. like he was just emblematic of the no adjectives, uh, just the '90s uh, trend in comics, and everything's extreme, and yeah. it's all foil hologram covers and all right. this stuff. And he's literally going toe to toe with the Hulk, cause he's that the power of coolness. Coolness is your strength, although it was <laughs> smart Hulk, and I guess he's not as powerful as regular Hulk, but still. Wow. So he was just all over the place, and mm-hmm. then he was gone because we all sobered up. <laughs> Decade long bender. Wow. And we were done. But yeah, for a while, he was everywhere. Okay. And he was, as you said, he began tied into Spider-Man mm-hmm. and really didn't have much to do with Spider-Man like as time went on. Mm-hmm. Do you think that we can do this without Spider-Man? Why would we Why would we do this without Spider-Man? You've got a Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. I don't know why they did this without Spider-Man. Is it I because Eddie they... Brock
0: isn't in high school?
1: Maybe. Um I think they wanted to prove something that they could make a Venom movie without Spider-Man. But... Is that what
0: you think it is? Don't you think they just were looking for something, anything to make a movie about? Yes. They're making a Silver Sable movie. Yeah, <laughs> so I know. Clearly, a guy that sold a lot of comics 20 years ago would be our pick.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: And then we have to get someone to play him.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Someone who has a special talent. Yes. For having weird voices. Voices. Detailed characterizations. Do I I live in San Francisco? Well, then I guess if I live in San Francisco, then I'm going to tell you about, like, some people live in San Francisco, but you, you suck. (laughs) You suck at being from San Francisco. (laughs) I know he's from New York, but what is, is this real? If you just met, so we saw that video, which this video, what was it from? Was it from, it wasn't from um, San Diego, was it? I don't remember. I think it might have been. Okay. But it was from that Comic-Con and it's like, hey, excited to be here for Venom. Oh, right. The eight people we've kidnapped and given Venom t-shirts and made them stand in this line and then Tom Hardy comes in the side door to sign stuff. Yeah. If you just met Venom, 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 (laughs) if you met Tom Hardy, would he be like, Yes, my name is Tom Hardy. Well, let me sign that for you. There you go. <laughs> well, this guy, he's hes like Lawrence Olivier. He's amazing. <laughs> or do you meet him and he's like, who's going to make this out to? Like, I, you need help, sir. Get like your lymph nodes checked. I
1: feel like it'd be the latter. What's wrong? Yeah. I feel like it would be the latter.
0: Could he? Can he? <laughs> so Eddie Brock goes through a lot in this. this yes, is he a, does. This movie's gross.
1: It is very gross.
0: And... Tom Hardy fully commits
1: yes. to the grossness. Yes, he does. He
0: is throwing himself around. He he has that thing where it's like if you're a boxer, you know, or or you've got Ebola and we're trying to show that you sweat through, you've got like a- Yes. Like a rough, Sweat ring. Like a ring of sweat that goes down below your uh, nipples. Yes. On your clothes. Yes. He's got that like the whole movie. Yeah, he and does. And he is like- Eating live lobsters yes. and like frozen hash browns, and he's throwing himself around his apartment, and he's, he's throwing explosively up. vomiting.
1: Yeah, it's a choice. It is definitely a choice.
0: Um, I could see uh, if Venom was made in the nineties, it would be Jerry O'Connell <laughs> and his uh, shitty uh, roach-infested uh, apartment. Remember oh. that movie? <laughs> uh, and he'd be f- puking extreme. Yeah. Oh my gosh, gross! Just, the whole thing feels like a big throwback to me. I think I heard this somewhere else, so I don't want to take credit for it, but I'm not going to give them credit. It it feels like a movie. And let's just say I liked it. (laughs) And we'll get to maybe why. Did you like it?
1: I liked it. Okay, we liked it. It was better than I thought it was going to be. But it
0: feels like a movie that was, it feels atavistic. It feels like a movie that was made before we learned how to make movies Mm -hmm. superhero movies Mm -hmm. it feels you know it's not as good as blade but it feels like a blade it feels like something that was made in the early 2000s we didn't know what we were doing or how to make these franchises and yet it was like that's all right like a like a constantine or something like that you know it feels like if this came out the week after blade did i'd be like all right yeah i can see it right the cgi would have been horrible right like the blood cgi they wanted to have in blade but yeah it just you know this it's has a very simple structure it has almost (laughs) it's a very simple structure yeah it is uh and and it's gross and there are people doing there are characters that exist merely to just give information and then be snuffed yep uh there's just like very extreme basic motivations um venom 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 uh less than being evil is kind of like wacky
1: (laughs) Yeah, I you would get, agree with that you
0: get shades of like an '80s goofball. Uh, what was that? Uh, St- All of me was it a Steve Martin movie where Lily Tomlin's in his body, possesses him, or whatever. Oh my god! But I you don't get know. like a like a goofy buddy comedy, like oh, something's inside of me. What? What, what was that? You know? Right. I mean, yeah. It's just, speaking of kitchen sink, like what is this? Yeah. What is this? I
1: I know. What is? What have you done?
0: <laughs> what have you done, Ruben? Whatever your name is that directed it, Ruben Stoddard, the guy from American Idol. Right. Ooh, I'm directing this film. <laughs> Venom, Venom. No, I don't know. I'll look up the guy's real name. But tell me what's going on in Venom.
1: Um, there's a. Lot what did of, I even watch? There's a lot of stuff going on in Venom. Um, Jenny Slate is a character who, like you said, she basically exists just to be. Why Why focus,
0: focus on things uh, that don't matter? All right. Fleischer, Ruben Fleischer.
1: Okay. Um, I thought Michelle Williams did a great job. Did
0: you? I think so. She was the worst part of the film.
1: Really? And not
0: Michelle Williams. I just mean the, char- the character of
1: Annie Flaz Flas
0: Plow. Yeah, Annie, was, yeah, whatever. Uh, she was, you know, poorly written. I mean, Michelle Williams did play her pretty flat. She just didn't. There was no reason for you to be here. Now, I guess she I, didn't add a I, we, There's lot. a new thing now, and it's like, uh, let's call it the Ant-Man thing, but it started before that, where the hero has a love interest that's not really a love interest. Yes. Like, they have are separated, or they have been romantic but aren't now. She's in another thing, and just like, uh, hey, a am Baba Catavali. Uh, you think you're from New York? I'm from New York. Right. Well, I'm, I'm from New York. I really am. <laughs> hey. Uh, it's just a one-man show. Anyway. Right. um, like, he's fine in Ant-Man. I mean, he's a dick in the first one. He's nicer in the second one. Right. But you don't ever want Judy Greer to get broken up from Bobby Cannavale. Right. And it's like that, too. I don't even know the actor's name. I love Dr. Dan. Dr. Dan is yeah. one of my favorites in the film. <laughs> he's a good doctor.
1: <laughs> yeah. Except
0: for he lets the dog be on the unit, and it should right. But he he takes this all in stride. Like black gack is coming out of his patient he's yeah, like whoa hold, hold on now let's figure this out wait a minute right and he's helping his uh think of all the things that she must have told dr dan about eddie brock
1: yeah lots of different things yeah I'm sure
0: but he's like we'd get this guy we're gonna help you out i got this this medication for you right oh you almost blew up the mri hey a lot of people get scared in mri right like, his bedside manner is amazing <laughs> <laughs> Get Dr. Dan back in here. Solo film. Yeah. Uh, What did you uh, think about Eddie Brock as a character? And now I want you to bring in what you know, your very limited knowledge about Eddie Brock uh, from the comic books as well. How did you think they nailed it? And basically, you know, that's all the garbage. Here's the real question. What, What is an Eddie Brock? Why an Eddie Brock? Why does this exist except, hey, Venom, 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 we can make a movie out of that. Right.
1: Um, I liked him as an investigative reporter. He kind of gets fired from that. Because I should so say,
0: before you continue, yeah. that the whole point when David uh, Michellini made uh, Venom, the whole point of Venom, 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 <laughs> yes. that where it comes from is that he was an investigative reporter, but he was like a muckraker, you know, and he was a guy who did exposés. Yes. Like we've got, now he's an internet guy or whatever in these movies. Right. And he was, you know, the venom came from his pen. Do you know what I mean? He would write these um, scathing stories about these, you know, figures and stuff like that. And I think in the comic, and, oh, I know you know this because we read the Web of Spider-Man. Um, was it Web of Spider-Man? Yeah, it was Web yeah. Spider-Man. Um, Sin Eater storyline. Mm-hmm. We read that. Mm-hmm. He, he wrote a story because he figured out who the Sin Eater was or thought he did. And he was wrong. Okay. He got it wrong. He okay. pinned it on somebody else. Okay. <laughs> this is why Spider Man is so important to his origin story because then Spider Man busted the real Sin Eater and made Eddie Brock a laughing stock. So Eddie Brock hates
1: Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah.
0: For what he did. And then you've got the symbiote who hates Spider Man slash Peter Parker for rejecting him. Yes. And so he's got, you know, it's the venom is the hate.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: But this is just. Yeah, you know, I was trying to kill a story. Uh, I was just, so you tried threatening me. It was is threat. Uh, right. What? Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know. He gets it because he, like, he knows this woman who's. He sh- gets it because
0: we, we need a venom. Yeah, pretty movie. much. He didn't have any um, line on it. No. He wasn't up. to. He wasn't figuring anything out. No. he He's not a very good reporter. <laughs> no. Here's my point. And I'd like a little more from you if you can find something. But the point of Eddie Brock, before he became this ridiculous figure that was plastered all over comics in the 90s, was Mm -hmm. that he couldn't take responsibility for being a bad journalist, you know, and for making mistakes. Like, you don't just claim that somebody is... And I don't know, I didn't see the veracity of, like, his source material or who he talked to, but he got this thing wrong. And instead of going... I got it wrong. I made a mistake. I got to build up my reputation. He just shifted the blame. You know, he blamed somebody else for his failings. Mm -hmm. And it feels like we're setting that up in this. They make a big point out of him being a loser. And I don't know if we see that so much, but we do see him grossly betray his girlfriend's trust Mm -hmm. i would argue that maybe they should have had a conflict of interest argument if she's defending the life corporation in court and he is investigating them they need to figure out where that where they come down on that Mm -hmm. but he invades her privacy possibly illegally yes and loses his job and and he just quits (laughs) it's not like he's like it's not like we go back and he's got a conspiracy board with yarn about like the life corporation he just forgets about it and we need jenny slate to get us back in yeah so clearly exactly. he's not that great of a journalist well and his he, journalism he skills never really up. come into play yeah for how he's gonna solve the mystery or whatever right he just gets led around by venom sorry eddie brock <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i mean i i think it's disheartening how he just kind of gives up on investigative journalism and like Later on in the movie, he gets a chance to get it back. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And it's like, why not? Isn't this what you wanted to do? Or what do you want to do now? I mean. He's
0: going to interview somebody. It's a big <sighs> interview.
1: All right. He,
0: he, hey, he was calling all people and he wanted to write. They didn't want him because he was Eddie Brock. Right. He was disgraced. Right. Uh, but apparently you can just get a job back after blowing a rocket up. Um, <laughs> and he was going <laughs> to. So, so, right. It was a lot of kids at our screening. Uh, There were some parents and some kids behind us, and I was like, here we go. But I was wrong. They were quiet and well-behaved throughout the entire film. But at one point, he's telling a prospective employer that I could have a a pseudonym. Uh, You can call me uh, Mrs. Johnson or whatever. Haven't you ever seen Tootsie? Right. And the dad's like, that's an old movie. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, that doesn't help at all, but (laughs) I think we get it in context. Right. But I just, for a movie... And I don't know, pick apart, pick a random Marvel movie, Ant Man, for instance, and see if it does any of this work at all, but it's very shallow. there is nothing here, really
1: no, you're right. There's and nothing
0: to even criticize. he, he
1: does get let around <laughs> if Doctor by Who them. got it
0: incomplete, this has a dropped the class in the first week, yeah, you know
1: um yeah i I enjoyed it, but yeah, he, Eddie Brock as a character is not really totally fully realized.
0: And it's all on Tom Hardy's shoulders. I yeah. learned this. I didn't know how to feel about him. He's been in some really bad movies. He's made some kind of weird choices in his career and also on screen. Mm-hmm. And I think the last thing I saw him in was like Taboo. Okay, yep. Uh, on FX, which I enjoyed, but also was like, this is what's going on here? Yeah, I know. But it was this movie, this not very well-written movie that clearly is the son of a thousand uh, fathers and mothers uh, in terms of its script Mm -hmm. and never really needed to exist in the first place. And you took out the main character's entire motivation and yet we have to keep it going somehow. Right. I realized Tom Hardy is a movie star and I love watching him. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it took me till Venom to figure that out, <laughs> but he holds the whole thing together. He does. He's <laughs> throwing up potato patties yeah. and he's doing all this stuff and he's making something which is like, oh, I'm hearing a voice. Ooh, let's go get him. No, oh, no, don't do it. He's making it all work. He's committing. I like a character who has a leather bracelet and he wears a Buddhist mala. And I it's know. Like, you are the douchiest guy ever. I know. But it works somehow. I know. You're you, rooting for him. Y- you are. To get back with that lady in the bad wig. <laughs> What's up with Michelle Williams' wigs?
1: I don't know. The I have actress, no idea.
0: You've seen a picture of her lately? Or um, any time recently? Well,
1: I, she usually has a pixie cut.
0: She does. Yeah. At some point, she, and she looks great in it. Like she, uh-huh. At some point, she got a pixie cut, and she went, this is my thing. I'm going to do this from now on.
1: Right. Just have a fix in the movie. Yeah. I don't know why. And if you're going to
0: play, and she plays a lot of like, you know, character and like period roles, you know, fine. You got a flip or whatever, a Bob, fine. But yeah, I mean like, I, I think even in the comic, like the character has a shortcut hair. Because okay. you know, she's created in the 90s. Right. She's got this like, just bad, like Fantastic Four wig. <laughs> Doesn't work. What do you think of Venom, 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 the, the symbiote?
1: Um, I thought they did a pretty good job at the the CGI. He's really gross, which he's supposed to be. They leaned
0: into that grossness.
1: Uh, you yeah, really do. If he's you had a veiny. prequel to
0: this, when it was Veiny, <laughs> when it was um, the costume, when it was Peter's costume, let's say we do a prequel, Tom Holland finds the black costume. Yeah, it wouldn't be this. No, it would just be a little smooth and oozy, and it would just go on. I mean, you go, oh, that's neat. That's a costume. It's a, right. little, a little weird, but right. yeah, fine. But yeah, they. This is. Forget that. Like, it's gross yes. and sticky and weird. And,
1: yeah. Ugh. Do they, and all of them are. Yeah, they are.
0: Because, you know, spoilers for the entire movie all through this, but I'll have that marked in the show notes. Uh, there's different ones. Yeah. And they kill one of them? Yeah. It's like, whoa, guys, franchise, what are you doing?
1: Well, I don't think they meant to, but the doctors who were watching it. No, no, I,
0: I understand what happened. Yeah. I know the action of the film. I'm yeah. just saying people behind the film...
1: Why would you do that?
0: The entire film was about Venom, Venom fighting another symbiote. Yes, which was kind of jammed in. I guess I kind of liked. So how do you okay? So you got a thing that can be anything basically, like mm-hmm. it goes inside of you or whatever. But then it can oh, <laughs> so you see. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm laughing about. You see in the trailer, oh he's riding a motorcycle and crazy things are happening, and you're like, all right, it's, it's it works. It's just awesome. And it, it was a does great work. scene. Yeah, and it. It. it they, they clearly went, this is set in San Francisco, bullet, you know, it's car chases, whatever. Right. Maybe, I'm not even sure that this, they're this smart, although they kind of refer to it in the film. Maybe there's a metaphor because Eddie Brock rides a motorcycle because he's cool. Right. And uh, has a leather thong uh, necklace. Yes. With, that's probably got a shark tooth. Right. <laughs> attached to it. Yes. Extreme. <laughs> but he rides a motorcycle because he's cool, but also... He's riding something, and he's kind of being ridden by the symbiote. Like yes. he's the motorcycle for the symbiote. Right. I feel like that's in the in the text. Yeah. But anyway, so you go. Okay, so high octane chase through uh, motorcycle chase through San Francisco. Now we've got a guy with wiggly arms. Yes. Here's a whiteboard. What are all the things a guy with wiggly arms could do? Mm-hmm. And they cross off every single thing on Absolutely. that list.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> but it works. Yes. The weirdest um,
0: thing was like when he does the the Batman Batmobile, you know, to high speed turn, he kind of goes like <laughs> <laughs> he kind of like oil slicks like yes. across the thing. Yes. Yeah, that was cool.
1: Yeah, that was neat.
0: But anyway, uh, my point was is that he fights. So what do you do? You fight the another symbiote. How yes. is it different? And it's like he's like a metal symbiote, whereas okay, Eddie. Well, not okay. You saw the film. I know. Whereas Eddie Brock is like an oily goopy. Fluidity is sort of its thing. Riot, which I know that's the name of the comic, but you're this is the first bad guy symbiote we're gonna see. Just give him a better, different name or something, you know. <laughs> I call myself Riot. Like, yeah, I why? know. I know. But anyway, um he was like more metallic. You know, I he guess was, like, you're right. Gray, I never thought makes, I didn't think about you know, it like blades that, but... and like yes. morning stars and things like that. That's true. Which why would that hurt Venom 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 because he just bends.
1: I, I don't know. Yeah. They fight. They fight.
0: And so you've got that. You've got them fighting on this rocket. We'll get to the main the uh, guy in a second. Um, and if you're going to have that, then they're punching each other. They're trying to rip pieces of each other off. The men are exposed. The men are yes. punching each other. And it's like, this is so ridiculous. And yet I'm 100% on board.
1: <laughs> I know. I thought it was cool that like but they were being exposed. Every and...
0: moment like that, mm-hmm. there's another moment where they clearly just went, Whatever. It's fine. Like, oh, she's she fights ugly because she's my ex-girlfriend. And then later on, she's like, I told you I could fight ugly. That's I like, know. It's bad, bad line. He he gets rid of Venom, Venom, and it's just uh, Eddie Brock, and he gets stabbed through the chest, and he's like, you're nothing. It's like stock bad guy line number 37. Right. And then he kicks him off the thing, and he's like, you talk too much. Stock hero line number 17. Right. None of that. That was all first draft. Mm-hmm. None of that got to look at. Yeah.
1: Um, I did like how Venom returned to him after he got stabbed in the chest and, like, healed that wound and,
0: yeah. you know. And, like, Venom is, you know, this is not the brain-eating Venom of no. his early appearances. Like, he's just a antihero, basically. Yeah. I still don't quite understand what he wants and why he's here. Like, he was brought I here don't. against his will. Yeah. I think this is what we're supposed to get. He was brought here against his will, mm-hmm. and he's an outcast. Like, he doesn't. Apparently, yes. on this comet, there's millions of them. It's like Odo.
1: Right, exactly. He's Odo, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. He's a changeling. Yeah.
0: But he doesn't like them. He doesn't get along with them. So yes. he'd rather, like, hang out on Earth yes. and eat brains. But then, like the, by the end of the movie, his journey is learning to accept chocolate and hash browns instead of brains. Or bad guy brains. Or the occasional brains. Yeah. Which. He's not good with this secret identity. No. (laughs) It's just like, hey, lady, you want me to watch this guy bite this guy's head off? Yeah, I know. I don't tell anybody.
1: Right, exactly. And there's
0: a darker film there where he has to satisfy the lusts of this horrible thing that's riding him and he's making everybody in his life um, complicit. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing they can do because you know, lady, you've been paying all this money to the triads or whatever. Right. And if they find out that you know what happened, they'll kill you. So now you can't, you have this horrible secret and your life is in danger. That's not the tone of the film.
1: No, it's not.
0: <laughs> no, and it, but then like, why have him bite a guy's head off? <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. And it's kind of played for comedy.
0: Oh, it's absolutely, that's that's where the turn in the wind speech comes from. Yeah. Anything else to say about Venom? I mean, I, I, I um, could talk all day about Venom, but we should probably wrap it up.
1: Um, I thought that, about. riz Ahmed's like oh, yeah, we were riot about that. uh was not as it's differentiated time for as an elon be. musk
0: bad guy yep i was disappointed i can't remember if i sp- spoke about it on air but coming into this i was ready to not like it because mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like i bought what we were all sold that riz Ahmed was this you know great second coming of somebody or other right and almost everything i've seen him in has been bad and i'm not mm-hmm. saying it's his fault but it seemed like he was a harbinger of bad stuff. Right. Well, I love Venom, so that can't be true. Right. But seeing this, again, the script lets him down. Mm-hmm. I think he's doing his best. I think that the world moves so fast that an Elon Musk villain already feels tired, even though this might be one of the first movies to have done it. Yeah. Um, and yet it also already feels like, really. But I felt like they almost got close to something neat. I was reminded of the way that Lex Luthor is totally a nihilist and just wants to kill Superman. Right. But he can go on and on about the progress of humanity and how we're being held back by superheroes or whatever and we need to rise to the stars and in the meantime he's shanking somebody with a kryptonite dagger. Right. I felt like we almost got there with this. Like this is a guy who is a visionary but he will manipulate people's belief in those visions to get what he wants mm-hmm. now i don't understand what he wants because if he really wants that yeah. and he really wants to make uh space suits, basically out of venom venom yeah then that doesn't that makes him a murderer <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like mm-hmm. he's not doing this very well no and he sacrifices these homeless people another sort of political social commentary that is just
1: yes washed over
0: wallpaper and is not used as actual commentary yeah and there's that scene where he they put the guy in the thing and he gives the speech about what's your name isaac i love that name you know isaac was sacrificed by abraham but you know who's right. really given the sacrifice isaac he was the one giving up something and i'm like i don't know where we're going but i'm kind of going along right and then the guy's eating and he's like bring the next one in it's like all right so he just doesn't care but i right. thought like if you could show us that it is an act you know should like he's got a real agenda here or like it's just something he does right like i imagine the scene going differently where instead of just being a frightened man that we we all know will die soon mm-hmm. maybe you get that the it doesn't the guy's just like he's like yeah but will i get paid soon you know if he said something right. like that right and then you see riz ahmed's character like all right, just hit the button. Like, like I was giving, (laughs) I was in the middle of this whole speech and it's like, what do you, do you believe in this Isaac? Will you do this? He's like, I just want to get paid. And he's like, all right, screw it. Just hit the button. Right. We would see a little more shades, a little more layers. Yes. No, I agree with you. But none of that's in there. No, we don't understand if he believes it or not. And then it becomes moot. When guess what? This whole time we talk about how you got to find a specific person. Well, he just happens to fit. Like I know the riot Symbiote works on him.
1: Right. And it comes through lots of different people to get there.
0: Yep. Yeah. And we never knew. And the, yeah, the movie opens in, in Malaysia or whatever. Yeah. With the one thing getting out. <sighs> I no, no. I won't talk myself out of this. <laughs> I enjoyed this film. It is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it is a lot of fun.
0: That's probably going to be my review. Okay. Anything else?
1: Um. No, I don't think so. It doesn't um, have to be anything else. Um, I. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I. Guess I would have liked to have seen more from Eddie Brock, but yeah. um, overall, I, I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, well, you know, he's going to interview somebody or whatever. And, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. His he's boss fires him, and then yep. he's got a, he brings the proof. Which yes. just some pictures on a cell phone, but yes. it's proof, I guess. But then he's like, hey, screw you, dickhead. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. He's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's just... It, we were talking about Steven Universe before and how it presents itself as being simple, but there's more complexity there. I yeah. feel like this presents itself as complex and it's not. No, you're right. It acts deep and it's it's not Yeah. like a dude with a leather bracelet <laughs> and like a goatee, like just the just the chin hair. Yes. Nothing else. Yep. Extreme. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you want to talk about the uh, post credit scenes?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. I, I let's. Can't. You have to do it. I can't do it. Um, well they pocketed You're
0: gonna be carnage <laughs> Okay, I guess I can do it
1: <laughs> They pocketed Woody Harrelson And like You've got Woody Harrelson I know
0: Don't po- You don't put him in the pocket I Nobody know. puts Woody in the pocket I know <laughs> But that's what they did And I was like, as much as I enjoyed it I saw that I was like, I've been watching this the entire time Yeah Where's this movie? I know Where's the Maximum Carnage movie with I know. Woody Harrelson I know and he has crazy
1: red curly hair. A carrot
0: top wig, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, what about
0: your peek at Into the Spider-Verse?
1: Oh, that was a lot of fun. I want to
0: watch that right now. I know.
1: I want to watch that
0: that's right gonna now. That's going to be so good. Be good. I'm
1: looking super forward to that. Um, that's going to be awesome. I, even more than Aquaman, I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah. So... Yeah. All right, well, two two thumbs up, yep. and then more symbiote thumbs and symbiote or biote or how right. do they say it? And <laughs> then that, make you your his symbiote. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well. Uh, Also, his heart is broken or something. Yeah. So he needs help.
1: Something like, yeah.
0: (laughs) None of that tracks. No. So why do it? He's like,
1: you're killing me. Why are you killing me? And then it's like, You get the idea, maybe
0: he needs it to survive, but not. And it kills people, but it's in Michelle Williams and she's fine. Yeah. They just wanted to show you Lady Venom. Yeah, apparently. Venom. Venom. All right. Well, whatever. It doesn't, none of it matters. Uh, Anyway, that's the end of this show. Thanks for joining us. And uh, check that stuff out, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, definitely, well, maybe a second run theater type thing if you don't want to contribute to Venom, Venom, Venom is gross. <laughs> <laughs> it a lot is of fun, gross. Though. Yeah. <laughs> stand, are our standards shot? Have they gone down? Clearly not because I, I think so. read Doctor Who, The Riot Act. but
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't think our... our uh,
0: Tom Hardy's the doctor. Yeah. Oh, boy. Jodie Whittaker is Venom. What about that?
1: <laughs> um, that's a different story. Yeah, check that out. Yeah. Um, Maybe
0: not. Okay. Anyway, uh, tell us what you think about that or how much you hate it <laughs> online at our... Online, uh, social media options, Facebook and Twitter, all those other places. I've been looking around. Yes. I've been looking around at the listening platforms. Yes. And guess what? What? We're all there. All right. We're on places I didn't know we could be. Okay. Because we're on, of course, Apple Podcasts and the Google Podcasts, the Stitchers and the what have you. But we're on Mm -hmm. Player FM. We're on Castmate. We're on all the places. Nice. Whatever it is that you like, wherever it is you get your content and your shows from. Uh, We're soon to be on Spotify. Nice. Any day now you'll see us there. So yeah I mean you can get us. We're there. If you get us wherever you get us. Subscribe to us. You got the show right away. Mm -hmm. As soon as it's ready it's going to come out to you. That's the best way to follow us. Also give us a review because we like to hear from the fans. We want to know how you think we're doing. We also want to know what we should cover in the future. Yeah. Um, We've been sort of planning out the rest of the year and we've got a couple different uh, subjects we're going to hit in particular. But you know the dance card isn't full yet so that's if right. there's something you want to hear about something you'd like us to review let us know you can let us know on twitter at, at just enough trope and also on facebook just enough trope and most importantly give us a rating on those services that's really the easiest way that you can help us out at the show the higher the rating you give us the more people that we reach those services know we're doing a good job and everybody's happy everybody that's gets exactly right. what they want mm-hmm. uh, also tell a friend if you enjoy the show you yeah. think somebody else would Word of mouth, that's the best way to go. Mm -hmm. Teeth, mouth that (laughs) envelops your head. Yes. And also is somehow your head's inside of it. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it doesn't really, I don't don't know. So anyway, uh, give (laughs) us five symbiote infected dogs.
1: Oh, gross.
0: How come we didn't get Venom Dog?
1: I I don't know. You
0: know that was a concept. Yes. There's a sketch somewhere. Yes. And I bet some crappy looking pre-render CGI footage. (laughs)
1: But you're right. I want
0: a Venom dog. I Make I want me a, one with everything. Yeah,
1: I know. I'm kidding. Make me
0: one with itself. <laughs> so forget about that. Just give us five stars. Uh, I like how they never really... Dr. Dan should have given us the talk about how a parasite, you know, hurts the host. Yes. Sim, symbionts help each other. Yes. And there's a couple lines where they, they keep calling it a parasite. Yes. Um, pointedly yes and venom objects to that
1: yes he does
0: but he never makes a po- his point because he does kill the things that he gets into yes he does <laughs> and the comics have called them a parasite and this is again hey one more time before i go off and play with my pogs we have had this conversation whether venom is a parasite or not right in the 90s see you later right. disappears in a cloud of surge uh <laughs> But there's never a payoff to it. Like Doctor Dan never no, says, right. "Well, this doesn't. Seem, this seems like a you've got a parasite." or this is what a symbian is. We don't get that like effect Fisher Price lecture, right? And then there's never like a oh you me I, I guess you was a symbian, not a parasite or whatever. It seems right. like They're setting us up for that, and it never pays off.
1: No, they never the pay that off. Garbage. <laughs> it's a fun movie. Go see it. It is a fun movie. All
0: right, well, anyway, uh, that's what we're talking about this week. Next week, we're we'll talking about something else. And um, we'll probably clue you in, or at least try to, on social media before next week to tell you what we're going to be talking about. That's right. uh, but it could be anything. Who knows? And until then, we're signing off. I'm your host, Caliban. I'm your
1: co-host, Bikanha.
0: Keep the geek fires burning.